This is a happy night for our city. And as I look around here, I grew up in Milwaukee. Uh, I went away to school, came back after five years at Cornell, went in our company, lived in Bayview, moved out to the suburbs, decided it's too lonely out there, moved back into the city. And I've been in the city as a result for the last 25 years. About the time I moved downtown, uh, we changed mayors and I grew up under Henry. I got, I knew Frank Zeidler. Some of you in the room probably know him also. And we haven't had a lot of mayors in our history, but the last couple in particular have really done a job of taking our city to where it is today. I was talking to somebody tonight about where we were 15 years ago and where we are today. And you just have to look out these windows. That's why I'm glad we're up here tonight and see what's happened on the river and the mass of young and empty nesters who have moved back downtown and I can tell you, being in the real estate business, the pressure that we're getting from suburban companies who want to move downtown because they can't get people is incredible. I wish we could create it some more, somehow we could create more land. I kidded the mayor, said we could pave it over, and he said, no, you're not going to do that. <laughs> but uh, there's jobs out there. People know that this is where the educational system is. And this is where the young people want to be for everything from the Pabst Theater Group to the entertainment to the things they can do outside here. This is the hot spot. And this is mirrored all over the country right now. So anyhow, I don't want to tell the whole story. I'll tell parts of it, if I may, before we turn it over to some of the other speakers. But back about 25 years ago, the mayor came to us and we had formed a group called the Milwaukee Riverwalk District. Uh, some of the people here, the founding people were here, and if I start naming them, I'm going to get in trouble, but I will anyhow. Ed Morty's been our CFO since day one. Bruce Block's been our legal guy since day one. Marcia Saylor's been on the board. Uh, we've lost some great people. Uh, Hans Weisgerber from the restaurant on what's now King Drive was a big mover of this thing. Unfortunately, he fell down the stairs of his house and he was killed. But Hans Weisgerber, Joe Wirk, uh, Deb Usinger was on the board since day one. And more people have joined, so I'm going to stop there because those are the people that really I remember back in the beginning. But we founded this group through a guy from Chicago who had bought the building right on uh, Highland and the river, uh, Jerry. Uh, yep. And he's still alive, by the way. Thank you, Marcia. He's still alive and he teaches uh, at an architectural school in Chicago, Urban Improvement. Uh, he did the area around the, old, uh, around the old rail yards, just south of immediately in the downtown. And he said, you people need a district that can help you control what's going on. So we formed a bid uh, and started with that. So we got a phone call from this tall guy who's our mayor now, and he was about 18 years old at the time, I think, <laughs> saying, uh, we got to do some stuff downtown, and the first thing we got to look at is the river. We had turned our back on the river in the city. The Germans, the Italians, everybody else that came here took water out of the river, ran it through their tanneries, ran it through their breweries, ran it through all that stuff, and dumped the sewage back into the river. So the river was polluted. Uh, there, was a, there was a dam on North Avenue and another dam up north that cut down the circulation. There were no fishing. Uh, you'll see if you look at some of the photos that are up tonight, 
it was not a pretty sight. So John said, uh, showed me some pictures of some of the people that had studied this, and he'll talk about it a little bit later, and we'll talk about our good architects in this community that came together along with a guy from California, Ken Kay, and came up with some great, great thoughts about what we could do here. So it was a big task, but we figured out that if we could come up with something that made sense and try selling it to a limited area downtown from, as it turned out, probably from up at uh, what's now Pleasant Street and down to St. Paul on the south, we could take it from there. And so we went to work. We cut a deal where the private partners would pay 22%. A lot of people don't know that. And, this, and the public sector would pay 78%. So we created a bid and we put it on the tax roll and people like up and down the river, the, all the building owners said, well, this could change Milwaukee. And we only had one guy who wasn't exactly in favor of it. That's a good friend, Bob John. I'm sure some of you remember that guy. And so Bruce and uh, some of the good city attorneys that are here tonight, Tom Gardner and other people, uh, condemned his riparian rights. So we built the river walk around the guy and he'll never connect to the river. Well, since then he has now sold the building, so that's a moot point and he's still got half the airport screwed up, but he's down there and that's it. But, and I'm a little bit, you know, I'm kind of retired so I can say anything I want to. Well, Bob John is, is part of the John family that owned most of Miller Brewery back in those days. So it wasn't a case of money, it was just a case of being obstinate, I think. But uh, that site now on the river has been taken over by a housing developer who's going to put some apartments there. So he's gone. But that was the only kick that we had from anybody as we presented this. And we worked through it, and we got it done, and we expanded it, and you'll hear more about that tonight. And what's really neat now is, as we said when we had the jury here last summer, this is a sustainable gift, and it'll give forever, because what we did downtown extended into the third ward. It's now extended on the north side, all the way up to Humboldt, and north of there. We got the dam out of there. Thank you, John. The water improved. They're catching salmon and trout right on North Avenue, right under the bridge. Uh, the other dam's going to go out right about now, I think. And uh, it's great because people love it. They can use the river. And what happened is the river became narrower north of here. But the area, the area along the river, there used to be river, turned in as Greenland now. So they're hiking paths. So you can literally leave downtown, hike up to North Avenue or south of there, and north of there, it's like being up, in, being up in northern Wisconsin. We've had more tenants from here who live in Shorewood and Whitefish Bay tell us how much they love that ability to be able to get out of the city. And the city really does end right about here. There's housing north of here, but there isn't much commerce right north of here. So it all worked together. I don't know if we were lucky. There was some innate genius in a lot of us, I think. And, and I could thank everybody in this room, I'll tell you, who offered opinions on it. It was very collaborative, and we went from there. So last year, we celebrated our 20th or 25th, and we had some people in town, including John. And John said, you know, ULI has this nifty award now, which is bigger than the typical award. We got an award for the big building on the river. 
back in the early 90s. But now there's a worldwide award that's run by the top developers in the world. So we said, well, let's, you know, let's kick it off. We had a lot of fun that day. We drank some beer. And so due to the help of a lot of people, including mainly probably Alyssa, who's here tonight, right there, we cobbled together an application. We submitted it. There are 150 applications from all over the world, really from all over the world, for this urban ULI award for a significant catalytic event that changed the city or a region. Lo and behold, that was probably, I think that went in in fall. We heard later in the fall that from 150 or 60, it was cut to 25, and we were one of the 25 finalists. So then we had to go through a competition where we resubmitted some stuff, the economic benefits and everything else, and we were juried. So we started calling people who were part of this thing, who retired, who lived in California, who lived here, Wally Marks, city attorney, and they all came back. And they came back and we just had a freaking ball. And we said, this is fun. So we put that application together. We took two jurors, which I'll describe a little bit later, out on the river. We got a boat and we went up and down the river for four or five hours and let them experience what happens here. Well, we didn't have to call too many people because there are a lot of people in July that are on the shores anyhow. And with the people from the city that helped us, the active people now, Kassan, Rocky, the retired people who came back. Uh, I saw Wally Morgs here tonight. Here's, he's here somewhere. He put together the financial genius of this thing. That we were, Wally, God bless you. And uh, I think they're going to be paying for the Riverwalk till 2080, but that's fine. Uh, because they didn't pay much for the Riverwalk. We'll talk about that. And we were able to sell that to people, and people liked it. We got it done. And it really showed the impact. Because I started to say downtown was important, but now you have the Third Ward, you have the Menominee, you have the Kinnikinnick, and you have the Harbor District, as they're calling it, that all want to be related to the water. You can lead here leave here, get on the Riverwalk, and walk down to Summerfest, and now there's a lake walk. We didn't used to like one another back in those days, but this brought everybody together with help from the sewage, uh, uh, help from the sewage district, and I don't know if Kevin's here, he was coming, but uh, and the things that they were able to do for us, we pulled it all together. 